0: Hey, scooter tramps and chopper jockeys. It's just after 9 o'clock on the East Coast. That means it's time for another episode of Shop Talk, and we had a little trouble getting on the air tonight, but hey, we're here, man. You're here. Let's get it on. It's a crazy week in motorcycling. We're going to get into all of it. We've been in the shop. Hope you guys are, too. I'm Chris Callen from Cycle Source Magazine, your host for the next 90 to 120 minutes. Joined by my cohorts in crime, Heather Callen and Mark Persichetti. What's up, guys?
1: Hiya. Hello.
0: What do you got going on, Mark? Um it's Monday. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> They're all Mondays. It's always Monday for Mark.
2: Oh, getting get ready to get ready to do my what do what I do. You man. know? On. And yourself, what are you doing? I came in, I got here tonight to get ready and heard this god awful noise out in the driveway. I'm like, what in the hell is going on?
0: Dude, I have to tell I have to tell you guys. So listen, <laughs> you know, I try not to cross pollinate my, my two different worlds, but uh Today I had I had a really really big honor. I've been playing bass for over 20 years now and guitar for even longer than that. But one of my absolute heroes on the bass guitar is a as a cat that we all grew up with Bill Wigan and Billy is like one of the most amazing if not the most amazing bass player Definitely. in the city of Pittsburgh. And he played with a band Three Car Garage that I followed around for quite a while. I even got the bass tech with Billy. But his music man stingray like it was just a legendary legendary guitar and i saw bill out at a, a show last night and he didn't uh he's not playing that guitar anymore he moved on to some different stuff he's playing a jazz bass and and a, an old p bass and stuff and and i actually got to buy billy's gu- bass guitar and like right before a gig with the black smoke Sinners, we're heading to texas for that so it was it was just awesome it was a super great day for me like you know the music part of what I do, anyway.
1: You literally couldn't sleep last night because you were <laughs> so excited. He was like a little kid on Christmas. He's like, "Can I play with it now? Can I play with it now?"
0: So yeah, unfortunately, Even when the guitar, right? <laughs> unfortunately, when Mark got here, I was I was busy at it. Well, you mean the guitar, right? Yep. Oh,
3: I was wondering what that noise was.
0: All right, so hey, listen, man, this is Shop Talk coming to you live every Sunday 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time through the courtesy of the Russ Brown Motorcycle Attorney Studio. We have a little bit of entertainment, we, we bust some balls, we look at the news. Um, generally, 90 to 120 minutes, all the bullshit that we can fit. We bring on a guest or two, it's usually a good time, but it all starts, just like I said, with a thing we like to call the news. First up in the news this week, NHTSA. Back at it again, but this time reporting that USA motorcycle recalls drop in 2019. I don't want to be the one to point out the most (laughs) obvious thing of the hour, but motorcycle sales have dropped in 2019, too, so this might not be a big surprise. Do the math. Uh, There's some good news in the motorcycle industry for manufacturers and riders. As reported by Adventure Rider, Ride the World, Um, according to Motorbike Rider, only 27 motorcycles were recalled in 2019. 22 of those were Indian, but we'll get to that later. That figure is sig- a significant decline from the year before. The outlet says that the previous year, 2018, saw 37 motorcycle recalls. These numbers reflect a 27% decrease from 2018. That's a significant change for the better. But until there's a downward trend in the number of recalls, it's not easy to say whether this is an indicator of better manufacturer quality or just a pleasant coincidence. Regardless, 2019. Was a better year than 2018.
2: Not everybody likes nice coingaing,
0: so. <laughs> and buddy, you're not kidding that 2019 <laughs> was better than 2018 because Jesus. Um, it, was, it was the thought that they counted. They're, uh, are they trying to make us feel better about it, or? It absolutely oh, was sure the thought that up. counted. Hey, and uh, speaking of the thought that that counted, remember when Ford was the only manufacturer of automobiles that had a Harley Davidson truck? That era mm. is over. All gone. 2020 Harley Davidson GMC Sierra brings the iconic brand to a new truck. I wonder if their point to this was because the F 150 was what, the
2: biggest, the top selling truck, and now this GMC coming up, they're saying, is really making a run for it. Are they doing it just to like Switzer advertising? I don't
1: know. They're only making 250 of yeah. them.
2: I mean, it's not, um, like, it's not like they're on the on the floor, you have to order this truck. Yeah.
1: Right, exactly. 250 will be made, so it's a limited number. Maybe it's just going to be like a collector's item? I don't know.
2: know, The ones out there already aren't collector's items. They break news, though. They they were like for the first two trucks. Yeah, I was going to say, like uh, maybe the first few Or they do have a few special editions, I think, that are are really up there, but all in, in all, you know, they're, they're cool trucks i mean i'd drive I'd, I'd them out if somebody's gonna buy me one i'll take either so
0: <laughs> so this actually that's one we should get for a test for, ride for a test ride yeah, yeah absolutely goes. so this actually came in from uh tony markovich from the auto blog and it says the harley davidson ford f-150 rides alone no longer thanks to the tuscany motor company it now has a fellow truck associate to cruise with side by side on open roads Introducing the 2020 Harley Davidson GMC Sierra, which will make its official debut in the 2020 Barrett Jackson Scottsdale auction. Oh, speaking of Scottsdale auctions. Speaking I know, speaking of auctions. auctions g- $95,000. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Oh.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> cheapers. <laughs>
0: yes sir and listen just for a, a mere hundred and ten thousand dollars that thing comes pre-loaded with your live wire motorcycle right in the back so if you got it like that just go for it you know put oh. it out i'm i'm just saying it's crazy what they go for
1: oh back to your recall aaron west says his brother's tri-glide was recalled four times oh, in Jesus. 2019 alone Four recalls for the same motorcycle in one year.
0: Hey, so if you wonder what Heather's referring to, if you look off the side of the screen right now, Shop Talk does encourage you to be part of the conversation. This is not just you listening to some talking heads about motorcycle stuff. We want you to jump in there. So whichever social media platform you're hooked up on, put your comments in, whether we put them up on the screen like this or if Heather's bringing them to you, we'll get your questions, concerns and complaints handled forthwith
1: no complaints i skipped the complaints <laughs> um let's see who's here tonight yeah what's up R- let's see rob bydos is here Kim rob, kotler jason sims tim kearns anthony robinson uh amy keen dusty pine mike draco Steve dusty, so glad
0: i saw dusty today on the uh the post that we put up was asking what time it goes live because he's been missing out the last couple weeks so i'm glad to see you here buddy
1: let's see Tom Kiefer. Oh, Chris Reiby. He's one of my old <laughs> friends from New Hampshire. I haven't talked to him in 100 years. Let's see. Rob first. Hello from McClunney, Florida. McClunney? I think that's how you say it. Tucson, Arizona. Northern Minnesota. California. Long Island. Rockaway Beach. New Zealand. Gary King from New Zealand. Right
0: on. Probably. That's on I'm my on bucket down. list. Yeah. So, um... I want to mention real quick that we're uh in addition to coming out through all of the cycle source network we're also coming to you live over the airways of chopper town Um, we appreciate everybody at chopper town embracing our little show and and bringing us out to you guys so give us a holler let us know where you're from it's always a kick to see people from around the globe shout out um back to the news for a minute we were just talking about auctions elvis presley's harley-davidson golf cart disappoints at auction with no bids
2: so i think they were going for the birthday thing on top of the auction all at the same time right but do
1: you think like the opening bid was twenty thousand
2: dollars i think they came in hot i think it was a little high i actually at one point you would text me through the day and i was going to tell you that yeah i can't talk it's king's birthday
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if I can I forgot <laughs> I'm having some birthday cake but, <laughs> with the king the like, seriously brother, though if back.
1: you have $20,000 <laughs> like Chris if you had twenty grand, or Mark if you had nope. twenty grand, would you spend it on a golf cart
2: <laughs> No, and, and even though it's Elvis' and the whole
0: nine yards no I'm like totally well with see you have to put that in perspective would That's I it. would I sit in here now with a shop full of projects spend $20,000 on a golf cart no <laughs> if you catch me at 4.30 in the morning in the back end of the buffalo chip no, I'm at least gonna spend ten thousand dollars on a golf cart if I'm walking. Well,
1: Chad Alvarez sell, says he'd spend eight grand on it. Is that, right. is that your bid, Chad? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Anyway, this comes in from uh, PN. Unlike the Kings, oh, what am I doing here? Okay. Let me get back to the story. Unlike the King Stretch Limo, last motorcycle and pickup truck, the Harley Davidson golf cart, did not do well at auction. In fact, it didn't sell for anything. Graceland auctions had originally estimated would sell for sixty thousand to seventy. However, no one placed a minimum bid of twenty thousand dollars on January eighth. It's reported Presley paid one thousand fifty-five dollars for the cart. He used it to get around Graceland. The golf cart currently does not run. But it—that's you're just. That's set, even
1: worse. You're, you're
0: just setting me up for a joke. You're just setting me up. So like, it doesn't
1: run, and they still wanted twenty grand for it.
0: I don't get it. So um, it's powered by a two hundred forty-five cc two-stroke engine. The vehicle remains all original. Apparently, it doesn't run. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Nice I'm going to go. I'll take doesn't run for 50, Alex. Hey, listen. So auction, auction, auction is the hot topic of everything right now. You know what did do well oh, at yeah. the auction? Like actually set a record. And we were all watching for this to go. Oh, down. Yeah. we called this shot. The original bullet Mustang, Steve McQueen's original bullet Mustang sold for a record $3.4 million just yeah, last buddy. week. Uh, this came in from the RT. When Ford unveiled its new Bullet Mustang in 2018, it brought along one of the two original GT Fastbacks used in the movie to drum a pipe. That car, which is, has stayed in the family for the last 46 years, just sold at auction for $3.4 million, making it the most valuable Mustang on earth. I wonder what made them decide to sell it after all this time. <laughs> $3.4 million. Are point, you paying attention here? <laughs> but at that point, you don't give a crap about it. Right? You know what I mean? When you have oh, cars with that caliper,
2: that yeah.
0: 3400000 million doesn't mean shit, you know? But you know what? Might is having the title of yeah, the most, most expensive, expensive Mustang right. on yeah, earth. That yeah, that would be that would be my say. You know, so, any the the car, a '68 model, is far from stock. Was modified heavily for the movie, heavy-duty suspension to handle those jump scenes, as well as a little extra power, mounting points for cameras. Was sold to an East Coast detective. After filming wrap before being listed for sale in Road & Track's October 74 issue as the Bullet Mustang, the seller's father, Robert Kiernan, purchased a car for $3,500 yeah. and used it as his daily driver. Yeah, yeah he used it every day for years. That's awesome, man. So um, the other auction news that I'm talking about, the big auction news, is, is coming up here at uh, Meekum, actually two of the most famous motorcycles was- on planet Earth not only Indian Larry's chain of mystery bike but Indian Larry's grease monkey are gonna be at Meku and man like it's it's the hot yeah. conversation like people wondering what could you even imagine like I want to hear from you guys put up put up in social media tell me what you could even imagine either one of those bikes yeah. going for like how would you first how would you put a price on it the nostalgic value oh. of those two bikes you know what I mean?
2: like i know we kid around i've I'm, I'm gone twenty paces with bobby driving that that sprinter and thinking to myself oh shit <laughs> don't, don't mess up yeah please don't know. wreck yeah, now
0: this would not be a good good time to do something stupid so yeah but I, I can't even imagine i can't even how how would you even put a price on that so um yeah i'm
2: excited to see where they end
0: up the hot chat alvarez they both run right yeah i'm sure they oh, both do yeah i seen multiple people well a few in the crowd ride
2: those things and they they ride them like they own them
0: you know i think they'll go for buck 25 each you know i i'm going more than that and i'm i'm thinking like seriously i'm thinking i'm thinking in that neighborhood maybe for the chain of mystery for for grease monkey grease monkey Monkey was that that would be like buying indian larry's left leg yeah you know what i mean like there's no way you're getting that for 125 yeah Mike Draco says half a mil. I'm saying they're going to be up there. I, I I'm
1: and, saying for Grease Monkey in the Twos.
0: 200000 Yeah. No
2: way. Yeah, no I'm, way. I'm figuring. Like I said, just the iconic value of these things. If you're into motorcycling history at all, I mean, these things are... This guy is one of the people who started the, the run that we've all been on for years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean, look back and just sit and <laughs> you, you you feel like we've been in this a long time. And probably one of my... My greatest moments was sitting in a, in a, booth in Laconia with English Dawn and Stag. Oh my God! And hearing the stories about yep. you know the beginning of of Larry and just it's amazing. So good, yeah, it's amazing
0: where, where this has all come to. So I see them, I see them being big. So Chris, wow, look at that. Chris knows that he's going to be there with his checkbook. Oh Aaron boy. West says three fifty for the pair. It's going to be interesting, and I mean, like you know, the rest of the motorcycle news. We'll let we'll let you guys know. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm hoping the best for Bobby. I mean if the point is to sell these profitability,
2: I know it's gotta hurt to let them go, but God, I, I hope he
0: I hope he knocks it out of the park with them. Oh, and just like Dusty Pine said, I hope I hope whoever ends up with them actually takes him out and rides them. Yep. that would that would tickle Larry's ass. That'd yep. be awesome.
1: Now I know they televise the car meekums. Do they televise the motorcycle meekums? I
0: don't I don't know. That's I've actually been looking. I don't know. I I wonder uh wonder anybody if from Meekum can... watching the show?
1: If yeah. they do not, Jason or any of the guys that are going to be there, can you call and let us in on the on the yeah, deal when hey, it happens? Go, that'd be killer.
0: Get get with us and get it set up and we'll go live. We'll bring it live through through Grease and Gears or Shop Talk or whatever. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right, man. Oh, so Rob
1: Nussbaum, he's got do? two two bikes going
0: across the block. Let's uh let's let's switch switch gears just for a second we have a lot of stuff to get through tonight um we're gonna we're gonna take a real quick break and go through a a couple items and note and then we're gonna come back and uh, do some products so hang with us for two seconds we'll be back with some more shop talk
1: hey high seas rally what's happening it's xavier with providence cycle works in austin texas i hope everybody had a safe and a happy new year and uh let's get to 2020 here we go so this is what we have going on We have a cruise happening for the High Seas Rally December 3rd through the 7th, 2020. Uh, And on that cruise, we will be raffling off a motorcycle built by me for the Debbie's Diabetes Foundation. Now through the entire year of 2020, every month, I'll post progress on that frame. That's where it starts, but it won't look like that at the end. So stay tuned for all the information you'll need to get all of your tickets for not only the cruise, but for the raffle itself. It's a great charity, it's a great time, it's a great cruise. And um, stay tuned, we'll see you then.
4: Nothing to me is better than riding a motorcycle. When I'm behind the handlebars, nothing else really matters, nothing else is on my mind. I'm just clean and focused, then all I wanna do is ride my motorcycle. I like racing on dirt because when you race on anything else that's got maximum amount of traction, you're kind of limited to what the machine has to offer, whereas dirt is kind of more back in the hands of the rider. What I love about wrenching on my bikes is the zen. It creates a bond between me and the motorcycle and it just gives me a chance to unwind. It's definitely my happy place. Growing up on bikes, I've learned that There's a right way and a wrong way to do everything, and you pretty much have to find the wrong way, at least once. My favorite piece of gear is my Bell Moto 9 flex helmet, because it's light and it looks super sick. I'm Dan Jacobson, and I'm a Dennis Kirk rider.
0: Hey, what's up everybody? Chris from Cycle Source Magazine, Grease and Gears TV. We're in the garage today and uh, trying out some new tools. Motion Pro. um, Love all of our Motion Pro tools in the shop. Just got this from them the other day. Uh, I know Roadside Marty is dying to have one of these. The clutch spring compression tool. We were just laughing before we actually got on camera. There's 102 ways to do this. hokey and backwoods. I've never had a, a nice fancy tool for this, so... This is going to be interesting. Um, compresses the clutch down so that you can get the retaining spring out. And there you go. Nice and easy. Now all the clutches come out, primary comes off. Motion Pro, go check them out online. Tons of great tools. We are quickly filling up the toolboxes here in the Grease and Gears Garage. I'm Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. See you on the flip. Yeah, buddy. And I know all 102 hillbilly ways to do shit like that. I'll <laughs> tell you right now.
1: <laughs> While you were doing that little bit of business, they do air that live um, and also on YouTube. So we should be able to to keep our eye on that over the course of the...
0: Yeah, I saw a lot of comments coming in. Um, everybody was hooking us up with the information about that. So whenever meekum's going on, because of the, the motorcycle content that's happening, we'll definitely we'll definitely be bringing to you guys in, in one way or another in some kind of live format i want to go we should just go just go bid on it what else what else you got from social media before we go back oh to the my news? goodness
1: i don't know if i could handle the excitement
0: <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> i bid two dollars <laughs> <laughs> um. All right,
0: done with you. Back to the news. Um, this in the news coming in from Racer. Um, the Good Ride, you guys all familiar with the Good Ride, um, reprises Tanks for Troops silent auction. Motocross legend turned off-road uh, off road career. Carry Hart's charity, The Good Ride, has announced the return of its Tanks for Charity auction. Host in conjunction with Big B Indian Motorcycles and Fox Racing, the auction features custom-paid Indian motorcycle FTR 1200 tanks covers, tank covers, sorry, to raise funds for the Infinite Hero Foundation, which offers wide-ranging support to military personnel and veterans and their families. Uh, bidding goes live on Thursday, January 9th. We'll close at 9 p.m. on the 16th with 24 Indian motorcycle tank covers designed by various artists. These works of art range in style from tattoo and motorsports to fine art and military-inspired pieces. Good job for them, man. That's yeah, awesome. Going on. Yep. Um, Next up in the news. Oh, that was already in the news. We already talked about that. Mm -hmm. This from the Black Hills Pioneer. Mm -hmm. Sturgis rally charities present $40,810 to local nonprofits. Now, this is, you know, when you're in Sturgis and you're feeling like, wow, like we're super hard on the yards, the infrastructure, the townspeople, like, but there's so much good that comes out of Sturgis, not just to the tax base, not just to the businesses that are there, both part-time and full-time businesses. But it goes on and on. Like there's there's so much outreach that happens, and you know we we bring this on the show just to to point out some of that. Um, this year we have about half a million funding what we usually give due to the circumstances that have happened. We don't we just don't have the funding, and this was one of the toughest years to divide up the available money with over two hundred twenty-three thousand requested. Marcia Johnston, SRC president, said each charity that received a grant shared with funds would be used for how it helped area families and organizations. Mm-hmm. SRC has provided nine hundred and thirty-five thousand seven hundred to local charities since two thousand two. Funds have come from various sources with the largest con- contributions from Sturgis Motorcycle Rally Incorporated with four hundred and three thousand, and the city of Sturgis with sponsorships two hundred and twenty-six thousand four hundred twenty-eight. Well, wow. isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm it is I'm reading
2: through these comments and I noticed that you know Heather had mentioned hopefully Rebecca's eye heals I think we should send her a helmet (laughs) we should send Rebecca a full face helmet
1: for when she works on the
0: (laughs) (laughs) she needs she needs one of those ones like the the goalies in hockey use though dude I mean like hey she said she texted me
2: a while back and told me she's addicted to caramel autos now and I told her it's better than cracking hookers you know what I mean so (laughs) she had to thank me for that Um, uh, I hope you're doing better Missy or Missy uh, Rebecca um, I hate to see you I hate to see you beating yourself up working on your car
1: Rob Nussbaum says we should go to the auction oh, I'd love Rob that. from Retrocycle
0: Yeah I would love to be at the auction awesome. Um
1: what Oh JC Guns have? I have a friend named T-Bone who works for Meekum. if you want I can give you his number to get you all the, your information
0: Right on Right on so i was saying that earlier that we have a ton of stuff to go through tonight and one of them man is one of our favorite guests here because he's always fantastic conversation joe Melky from snap fab is coming in hey, and um we're actually gonna we're actually gonna talk to joe about something brand new that he's that he's uh yeah thanks y'all rebecca says <laughs> you know we love you we're just busting balls <laughs> But uh Joe has something brand new going on with uh Sturgis this year, so we're gonna get to that in in just a minute. Um, real quick I wanna give you guys an update on the Twisted Tea barber. You guys know that Twisted Tea is, is one of our longtime sponsors and we love Billy from Twisted Tea to Death and, and beyond. I actually have a Twisted Tea single Search sure on right now. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> well, break that out, that out, man. Break that bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're actually in the process. We just just started tearing the the uh, Twisted T donor bike down, and um, little bit by little, we're gonna start unveiling to you guys what it is that we're building. But here's a quick update. Okay, hey, this is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine, Greasing Gears Garage, and we're working on. Somebody tell that dum dum to quit it, introducing himself. <laughs> <giveaway-like>. <laughs> You got the first episode, we started tearing everything down. We now actually have the motor up on the table. This is about all the parts we kept from the rest of the bike. Um, we have the frame going together right now. Uh, we're looking at some options for wide glide front end. Um, <coughs> and we're just trying to take a lot of the dirt and the years of, of enjoyment off of this motorcycle off the motor. And, should go pretty good. First thing we're gonna do with this, I talked to you guys last show and told you that uh, this is an 883. The first thing we want to do is bump it up with s and um, 883 to 1200 kit. The kit that we're using is pretty neat because it says no machine shop, no problem. So I'm, I'm curious once we get into that how it goes. But this is where we're at right now with the 2020 Twisted T giveaway bike. Stick around. I'm Chris with Cycle Source Magazine. It's like I'm afraid sometimes that I'll forget my own name.
2: Or that somebody won't
0: know that you're actually Chris <laughs> Christmas Legacy <laughs> <laughs> Magazine. <laughs> 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 it's just habit. Hey, Chad Alvarez says there's a guy on Facebook named Charlie Feagan. He runs Harley Davidson Flea Market. He's going to raffle a custom Civil Liberty bike doing a plug run for a good cause. It's a beautiful bike. Check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the uh, Twisted T-Bike, we're going to be doing. Oh, there's Anthony Robinson. We got our coffee going on, baby. <laughs> Look right <laughs> here. That's what's up. <laughs> So, um, the Twisted T bike, we're going to be doing episode after episode in short order because we have from now until Daytona to have that bike ready to roll onto the truck and get to the beach.
1: How many days is that?
0: It's not enough. Enough for you to start telling me how many days <laughs> we have left while I don't, especially with this much coffee in me this late at night. <laughs> so,
1: let's call Joe.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Why don't you uh, tell everybody a little bit about Joe while I get him loaded up?
1: Oh, Big Joe. Um, Big Joe is the owner, operator, and instructor for Snap Fabrications based out of South Dakota. He recently moved his operations to the property at the legendary Buffalo Chip where he has opened up his fab shop and has begun offering metal shaping classes. We've had Joe on our and Gears Garage stage um, several times before where he has taught smaller segments on how to <coughs> hand shape uh, metal, and he's done some pretty cool stuff. He's a good teacher. He's a good conversation. He um, knows a lot about a lot. And I know we always enjoy talking with him. So <laughs> is that supposed to be a little about a, a, lot. a lot about a little or a little about a lot? Um, uh, let's call it. He's them. a good conversation.
0: hello joe what's up baby you're live on shop talk how we doing chris excellent man excellent (laughs) so glad to talk to you you are we were just saying before we called you up like you're one of our favorite guests from time to time to have on the show because of the conversation that you always bring here man
3: well i know i know you and i we always have a conversation right Hey
2: Mark, hey Heather, hey, hey Joe. Joe. How are you? Love your hat, dude. I want one of Snap hats. I got to get me one. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> every <laughs> time, every time I every time I see that shift and all, I want to grab a hold of that bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's a cool hat.
3: That's what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. I rest my case. That's it. Good conversation. Before
1: yeah. we get down to like the business business of it, Joe, I have to tell you you did a post a few days ago or i don't even know how many of a new year new skill and you've been working on your sketches oh yeah dude you're good
2: yeah Yeah, that was fantastic
1: you're really good
2: well thank you
3: it's it's something that i i used to i used to draw a lot when i was younger and i haven't done a long
2: time um and and a great person to pick to do it of well oh, he's
1: done several and yeah. I mean they're just great. Like your Stevie or Avon oh, it's when you killed yeah, it.
2: Buddy.
3: Yeah, that one I am happy with that one. Yeah. Wow. You know, I, I, I'm I'm uh I'm just inspired by a lot of people that are great artists and, and get to see their work every day through social media, you know, one of them being my own sister, you know, and uh, she's she's a hell of an artist and friends like uh like Darren, you know, and, and his pinstripe and artwork you know most people inspire me every day and
1: well I think it's great and I love how you that did that kind of stuff
3: that just yeah
1: yeah. I love how you did new year new skill that should I think you'll see that you inspire a lot of people with that too so
2: and how well, you do you, know, how do you find the time I mean Christ <laughs> you, you, you do all oh. kinds of shit like you it's, it's crazy how you find the time to sit down and do that it's gotta be do you sleep
3: <laughs> well that's that's the benefit of uh living where you
2: work <laughs> oh yeah i can i got i know that
3: feeling so yeah that, that there's there's always time to do something you know there's there's so much stuff to do
2: what's cool because you're like one of those people that everything you touch you master you're like really really good you put so much passion into everything you do it's like so oh, cool i, I to see your I, I can't yeah i can't say that i master i'm saying the it for you you're, i'm just, good i got you covered
3: so. I tell people that my hobby is collecting hobbies,
2: yeah you know, well we I, that we have that covered I, too so i i
3: i get uh I get bored with things easily and then I'll go on to the next thing and try that for a while until I get bored of it and then hop on to the next thing so that's why I end up doing so many different things and you yeah. know, just the Are way you
1: related I, to way chris way
0: <laughs> I'm glad you have a you. No, <laughs> He's, he's, he's got way more talent in several things than I do, but listen, that's what I want to talk about. So, uh, Heather mentioned that several times we've had, you have the privilege of having you on the grease and gears garage stage because of the skill level that you bring with metal shaping specifically. And I mean like from, you know, flat metal in a beater bag, the whole way through like the, the, you know, the, the best machinery and, um, tell us, tell us where this is going with this, with this new deal with Buffalo chip.
3: Well, um, really, the, the, the start of it as far as moving out here to the Buffalo Chip, it, you know, I've, I've, just, I've shared it with friends in the past, but I've never really made it public, you know, how, how life changes and, and you know, go through these peaks and valleys and just sometimes everything get turned up, gets turned upside down, and that's kind of what I went through, you know, over the last few years. And I ended up in a, a really small town, rural community, uh, which is where I needed to be for a little while to kind of try to get my head straight and figure things out. And uh, but I got to the point that you know I need I just needed to make a make a change and make a move, you know, right or wrong. Um, well, I had looked at Southern California, I looked at Arizona, I looked at Austin, Texas area. I even looked at Milwaukee for a while, you know, to just try to relocate and kind of start over. Um, but the reality of it was that. You know, I just didn't have the, the resources to make that kind of move. You know, move myself, move my business, and you know, and, and find a home. And uh, during during the rally last year, uh, the the building that Sturgis Guns was located in for maybe a year was for the most part vacant, and it just just made me start thinking. You know, the in the last in the last twenty years of my life. The one thing that has been consistent, you know, that 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 I've always looked forward to and has always happened is being part of the Sturgis rally before I was in the industry, while I was in the industry. And as I've come out of and tried to come back into the industry that, you know, being out here for the rally is something that, you know, that was the one thing that was consistent for the last two decades of my life. And and I just uh, I had the opportunity to meet with uh, with Woody uh Towards the end of the rally and uh, and he and I talked and I just basically said i said you know here's where i'm at woody i've been looking to do you know different things and and I just I need a change and I said, you know what does it look like for a guy like myself to to relocate and take his business and you know live and breathe at the buffalo chip and he's like, what do you need we'd be happy to have you and it really was—it was really kind of that easy to, you know, start the conversation. And, you know, he and I, he and I threw around some uh, some ideas as far as, you know, you know, me uh, coming up with a a size building that I thought I needed, and potentially putting a new building up on the grounds, uh, specifically for me to to relocate to. And you know, and he asked me, he said, uh, "Well, when do you? How how soon do you think you'd be ready to move?" And I'm like. <laughs> I'm ready to move now. <laughs> I said, if, there, if there was if there was a place for me to be that I thought I could make it work, I, I'm just in that point where I need to. I need a big change to just kickstart myself again. You know, literally, figuratively, however you want to put it. And he's, and then then we started talking about this building that I moved into. Um, it's a, you know, it's really a brand new building. It's a beautiful building. You know, it's it's beyond my
2: beyond my means and
3: my resources really but it was vacant so
2: and is is, your, to, is that where you're doing the school and everything and ev- is everything happened in there
3: yeah yeah i'm i'm in this building and you know i i'm working here I live here doing the classes here yeah that's awesome and and uh, so so we're 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 kind of winging it you know i'm i'm in this building now i don't know you know if i'll permanently be in this building
2: yeah um the uh we don't have a car drive to get to Sturgis then. That works out.
3: <laughs> yeah, no. Well, no, I, I yeah, when I need some exercise and need to get outside, I just go on a walk about. Yeah.
2: You have all the room in the world for that out there, right? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, you know, it's 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 definitely a little bit different out here off season, obviously. Oh, yes. It's it's Beautiful very it's out very there. very quiet. Yeah. You know, my uh, my family actually chose to come out here and spend Christmas with me. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, for for several days and we we all loaded up in a vehicle and I kind of drove them around the property to show them everything yeah. and where everything's at and, you know we watched a herd of like 15 deer hmm. you know hanging out right. in the campground that's cool so yeah it it, it this place once uh, once the people leave it goes back to nature yeah right There's, there there is staff here that's that's year round I think they've got probably close to 20 people as far as year round staff that you know are taking care of. You know, the, there's there's the groundskeepers that are repairing, replacing, and, and building stuff new. I mean, they're building, they're building and changing stuff obviously for 2020 out here. You know, and the staff is working on, you know.
2: I said one of my on, favorite on all of the logistics. So one of my favorite times in Sturgis ever was uh, was like two weeks after I was out there with Charlie from the Wall of Death and all those guys, and dude, it was fantastic. <laughs> so it was probably my favorite Sturgis ever. <coughs> yeah, yeah if,
3: if you want to if you want to experience the black hills and you really want to enjoy riding through the black hills yeah that's the time <laughs> shame time. shame on me yeah. don't, don't do it during the rally
2: uh, and you're 100 right yeah, i mean it's, uh, it's, that's a, it's, probably it's a, yeah. one of the best times to be there you know what i mean yeah no it's it's a beautiful place out here
3: beautiful part of the country and you know i've there's part of me that that wanted to live out here for a long time. Uh, When I used to work for the state of South Dakota, you know, a lifetime ago, um, I serviced radio towers out here. And so I've, I've been on just about every peak out here in the Black Hills on, on radio towers and, you know, seeing for miles and miles and seeing how beautiful it is out here. So there's a part of me that's always wanted to, to be out here and, you know, I've been been afforded, I've been afforded the opportunity to try it. So,
1: Right on. So now you're offering classes in your new facility. Um, you tell us how that's going to work, and just give us the whole rundown.
3: Well, like everything, kind of winging it. Um, I've been I've been throwing shit against the wall for the last four or five years, <laughs> six, and, and this endeavor is really no different. Um, uh, but I did have my first class here uh, in December. Um, I I taught. I taught a couple guys in my my last shop which was just basically a little two-stall garage and they were were both individuals just one-on-one type thing um and so it was it was really not a place where i could have people uh to 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 have a class i've done i've done classes in other people's shops and i've done classes with bailey industrial but really this is my my first opportunity to try to do it in my own shop and you know structure the class the way i want to do it um teach uh, the skills that I have uh, and the methods that I use for metal shaping, uh, just because it's like like any like any craft, um, one guy will do it one guy one way and one guy will do it another way. Um, so it's I don't I don't ever say that there's a right or wrong as long as you get the the end result and,
0: and you know I, I kind of the, the, the thing I'm it, so. the thing I'm really starting to dig about metal shaping the, the more I'm getting into it is that fact is that you know there's no like you know you have to have the science of like and i mean there's there's certain rules there's certain rules that you got to follow and like you know one of them is if you go too far there's no coming back from it but you learn that one pretty damn quick on your own but i like that i like that kind of you know everything's liquid and just moving and like i i dig that you know
3: yeah there's i mean there's the physics of the material that you know you that it is what it is i mean you know physics don't cease to exist in anybody's shop i mean some things just are the way they are but but there's there's definitely different methods and skills and you know the more than one way to skin a cat analogy certainly applies you know um there's now i've i've taught with some people and i've and i've learned from some people that are very opinionated in their ways and you know, it's, it's, that's either their way or no way, but, um, I'm certainly not that kind of guy. I kind of, I kind of, I've always been able to pick things that, that I can relate to from other people I've learned from. It's like, ah, yeah, that totally makes sense to me. That's how I'm going to do it. You know, or this guy teaches a certain method. It's like, yep, that makes sense to me. That's how I'm going to do it. And that's kind of the way I approach it. Um, you know, when I, when I start the class, I tell everybody, you know, I'm teaching you the ways that I do things. That doesn't mean it's the only way or necessarily the rest, best way or the most efficient way.
2: Well, I've actually yeah, gone, yeah. you know, just being on stage with you and between, I mean, there's three people. We've worked with a lot of people in this industry in Messed around. You, when you're teaching somebody something, it falls out of you. It's so easy. It's comfortable. Oh, yeah. Will, Will Rams Absolutely. is the same way. Within five minutes on that stage, I learned more. From you, Aaron Green was another one. Yeah. I mean, it just, you're so smooth and you're so easy, and you do, you let that feeling come out while you're showing somebody something like, listen, I'm going to give you the start. This is the outlook you're looking for. And then you let somebody take the chance, you know what I mean? Take their shot at it, and you'll tell them, well, this won't work for you, this will. You're super well, easy to, to work with. That's fantastic. Well, I, I you know,
3: I, I know both of those guys, and I respect both of them for, you know, the, the work that they do so i appreciate oh, yeah. Two being of the great group with them but that the, what i what i can how i can relate basically the way i teach and that if you feel felt the same from them you know really i think it just boils down to you know i'm 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 not going to speak for them but it's probably very much the same that you know when i'm sharing i'm not looking to impress you yeah you know? right Um, that that, you know it's it's like that that fuck you i got it i have enough friends you know i'm not trying to impress you i'm trying to share with you yeah i want you i want you to learn and i want you to gain you can feel that joe
2: i mean you can feel that you pass that across i mean you're like you're helping you're not showing off
0: you're not showing you're like Joe. this was this was great because just as you said that i had a flashback to my (laughs) ninth grade metal shop teacher (laughs) Who would whip a hammer at you across the room if you weren't paying attention? That was awesome. You've just became the metal shop teacher.
3: <laughs> I have all my digits.
1: couple couple but, questions but yeah, from... that's
3: that's, but that's, the, that's the thing And anybody that uh, that really enjoys the teaching process, they just want you to be able to embrace what they enjoy doing. And I, that's how I try to share it, is that this is something that's fun to do. It's not rocket science. You can do it with practice. Here's how I do it. You know, if yeah. you have questions, if you have suggestions, you think, well, why do you want to do it that way? Why wouldn't you do it this way? I said, I'll say, okay, let me finish it, and then yeah. we'll try it your way. Maybe we'll both learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I come away from teaching a class and I didn't learn something, I didn't try. Yeah, right. You know, I, I definitely, I'm definitely always... Looking for some little nugget to come out of out of a class, even when I'm the one that's doing the talking. So, it's it's a it's it's fun. I enjoy doing it, and, and hopefully I'm going to be able to do more of them out here.
1: All right, right on a couple questions from Facebook, from social media in general. Number one, um, who are your inspirations? And and that's from Anthony Robinson, and he's wondering if uh, Gene Winfield is one of them. And then another one is, how did you get started in metal shaping?
3: Well, we'll start with the first part of that question. Um, as far as inspirations, um, you know, currently there there are guys that I follow on uh, social media who I've never met before, um, and there's a guy in India that I follow, a guy, a couple guys in uh, Indonesia that I follow, and those guys are really an inspiration to me because they're doing it with the the least amount of resources
0: yeah
3: um, and here's you know we, we all you know I know I I kind of went through a spell here recently you know just dealing with my own kind of demons and depression and, and self-doubt and that kind of stuff and I just had a I had a moment of weakness and I kind of I fell apart for a little bit and uh, and I had I had to just I you know it's, it's a process you got to kind of have to continually remind yourself yep. you know how, how fortunate you are and and what you've got going and, and guys like that, you know, really put me in my place, you know, cause there's one guy in India that I follow and, you know, he's, he's even reached out to me and asked me, you know, are you hiring? You know, I'd love to come to America and learn metal shaping from, from more people that, that I follow in metal shaping because where he's at, he customizes motorcycles and it's actually illegal to oh, customize. Wow. And, and, and he's teaching classes in his shop and this guy has, you know, you know, I have the guy. If the guy was in my shop and had my resources, he'd probably, you know, blow me out of the water as far as his skills. So there's those guys that give me perspective. That that that's probably one of the greatest things that come out of social media is seeing, you know, guys that do stuff like that and, and the resources they have or don't have. Hell, you know, the same guy in India one time wanted to know if I could send him sandpaper
0: if I could wow. shoot him
3: sandpaper because it's hard to get sandpaper. He asked me questions about metal finishing and polishing, you know, cause he can't get sandpaper. And, you know, you know I, I, I boxed up a bunch of sandpaper and sent it in a uh, U.S. postal service box, but I'm, I'm going to assume he never got it. Cause I never heard back or saw <laughs> that he received it. You know, so, so anyway, that, those are my inspirations now. Um, uh, guys like Gene Winfield, uh, for sure. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to meet Gene Winfield at SEMA years ago, um, was able to meet uh, Barris at SEMA, um, being able to meet those guys that have, you know, I may not have known who they were when I was a kid, but as I as I grew older and started to get more accustomed to, you know, guys that were doing custom car work or custom motorcycle work, you know, names became familiar and was able to put names with faces and with, you know, projects and vehicles that they built. Interesting thing, just a little side thing about uh, uh, Gene Winfield. Um, As a kid, I inherited all of my dad's car models that he built as a kid. So I had all of these 1950s and early 1960s plastic model cars that were made in the 50s and 60s that my dad had built and, and rebuilt. And, you know, I got... I got all the boxes I got all of the cars I got all of the unused pieces you know all of the 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 water slide decals that he hadn't used I mean I got it all i still have it all well the car models back in that day which well I guess they do it now I mean you could probably go out and find a car model that you know was designed by Chip Foose but back in the the 50s they were cars that were designed by the Barris Brothers or Gene Winfield and they actually came with like accessories Or custom accessories where you could put, you know, French headlights on a 57 Chevy or you could put a chop top or you could put a custom rag top on a car because you got these these pieces that were designed by the designers of the time. Well, one year at SEMA, I took uh, the the uh, the instruction sheet for one of these projects that had the Barris brothers and had Gene Winfield, you know, their their photo and their bio kind of in the on the the model assembly instructions, and uh, I was able to get uh, Barris to autograph it, and I was able to get Winfield to, right to autograph it. Now, Barris, you know, he, he really didn't pay attention to what he was, <laughs> what he was autographing. Yeah. He had a handler that was just kind of, you know, mitigating who he was signing autographs for. But um, Gene Winfield was, I think, in the PPG booth signing autographs, and I gave that to him, and I just kind of slid it in front of him, and he looked at it, and it just kind of put it just stopped him for a second. He looked up at me and he looked down at the, at the paper and he was just staring at it. And he said, "Where in the hell did you get this?" <laughs> you know, and he looked right back on. up on me and just had this blank look on his face. And I told him kind of the same abbreviated yeah. story of how I had it. And so yeah,
2: and it's probably um, the little things that you know. I mean, that guy you know it's something small like that people don't even look back and recognize you know what i mean but you know you being from the industry you being you know having that in your in your past it's probably pretty cool yeah. for him to actually see that
3: you know when i when i looked at those as a kid I didn't know who Gene Winfield was. I didn't know who his brothers were. It wasn't until later in life that, you know, I'm going through this box of my dad's car models and I'm paging through these old instructions. I'm like, holy shit, I know these guys. (laughs) And I didn't, and it didn't mean anything to me, you know, 20, 30 years before. But. Yeah, that's but funny, for sure, though. those guys, those guys like 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 a Winfield are definitely people that you know inspire.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's funny, <laughs> and the
3: it? and the fact that the guy has got to be what ninety. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like <laughs> you're saying though, still, this is you looked at this and you were a kid. Or you were on this stuff and you're a kid. This yeah. this is the little things that inspired you to take that next move. Oh hell yeah! You know what I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So, <laughs> and
3: and you know, and if I'm and if I'm going to uh, source of inspiration as far as uh, in the motorcycle world. Uh, the guy that that I kind of look at his bikes, and that, that I hope one day I build something It is of the of the caliber of what he does as far as a craftsman would be Billy Westbrook.
0: Oh, nice! Uh, there you go. Yeah,
3: and that's he's you know, and being being an FXR guy and digging FXRs, I mean, he was kind of the the king, if not the king of you know, I'm real actually, true I'm
2: custom. FXRs. I actually thought of you the other day. I was re- reaching for something in my shop and wiped some dust off my FXR. I thought it. <laughs> I was like, man, I should take a picture and send it to Joe. That poor thing just <laughs> sitting there collecting dust. It's great. It's in a great spot. But every time I see that bike, I think of you.
3: No, well, I, I've got one that's collecting dust because I lost it in divorce. Oh. But I, is, I still have, I still have possession of it. I'm waiting for this. Way
0: this, to go, Mark!
3: To
2: sure.
0: Sure. <laughs> just find a way to upset Joe. Hey, that's when I it. when I ask
2: you, hey, if, no,
3: I'm not upset. <laughs> that's water under the bridge. I'm just waiting until the next time that I can get my own.
0: Well, hey, so I have I have a question about this real quick, man, But and and I'm kind of kind of leading because I sort of, well, I think I know where this goes, only from personal experience. But, you know, when you're doing stuff like this, one of the benefits that we notice from doing stuff and coming up with ideas and pushing for content when we do Grease and Gears Garage, we get almost as much out of that. Like paying attention to what the steps are when you're passing them to someone else is almost a process that you know fortifies your own knowledge in something and and you walk away with as much as as the people in the class do sometimes
3: yeah i mean there's there's some of the things that really what how that affects me i guess what i'm teaching is some of the things that that i share that uh that i might take for granted you know that that it's a uh, that uh everybody knows this you know right. everybody should already know how to do this so I, I try to make sure that I'm sharing the things that, that I might, you know, that I might take for granted, which allow, which makes me kind of search within myself and, and, and think about things that maybe I'm not as good at as I'd like to be, or things that, you know, I've always said I'd like to try, or I'd like to be better at. And, and, uh, it just makes me reflect and think about that kind of stuff.
2: Well, know? I've, um, and, uh, I've spent time on stage with you, obviously, you know, uh, grease and gear stuff and, uh. And and then the few things I know, doing the you know the uh, the bowl and you were you're laughing like I've done that before. We you've still like, have oh, that bowl. Yeah, you're like <laughs> obviously you've done this before, but someone like me to have someone like you with your caliber of knowledge in this to reassure that you know you're just sort of in the right angle still would be super interested in taking the class. What oh, yeah. What's it take to take the class? What do you have to go through to, you know, what, how do you get involved? How do you do? You just contact you? Is is there like a website or?
3: It's you know so far I've just uh, offered up dates through my social media, uh, through Instagram and and, uh, and Facebook. Um, you know honestly the the December uh, class filled right up. Uh, nobody nobody signed up for January, but you know it's right after the first of the year and after holidays, so I'm not surprised. I have I have dates set for February. Uh, I have two guys that are registered for that. I'm doing a minimum of four, a maximum of six. It's because i feel that's a, a a good number that everybody gets you know everybody gets my time and everybody gets yeah. time on, on all the different pieces of equipment i have to share mm-hmm. um so so that's how i've done mm-hmm. it so far is just through my social media um i really i really don't know how long uh, there's going to be interest you know it's it's not like it's a an endless um supply of potential students but I'll, I'll continue to add dates and share <laughs> on my social media. If for some reason it got crazy, I might, you know, have it as far as something on my website. But as of right now, you know, people can reach out through my social media, um, on uh, whether it's my Instagram, my Facebook, or my website. You know, my 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 personal email, my cell phone number is out there, and I don't hide any of that information. So I'm not I sh- I'm not too hard to get a hold of.
2: How long How long is a class? What's it entail?
3: But it, it, we uh, well, it's, that'll be an evolving thing. But the ones that I did, and the one I'm going to do, it's we. I had people come in uh, Friday, Friday late afternoon, uh, kind of for everybody to get acquainted with one another, uh, to show them the shop, show them the tools, and kind of start the the introductory part of the process. And then, then it's an all day Saturday, all day Sunday type affair. So uh, it works out to you know. Somewhere that 20 to 24 hours of,
2: oh, yeah. of class time over two right days. On. Nice. That's outstanding. Well, it sounds, uh, sounds like something I'd, I'd like to do.
1: <laughs> I think you might be surprised, Joe, at how much interest you oh, do, sure. Garner. I really do. I mean, just like you, new year, new skill, and you teach it in a multitude of different ways, and you're so open to how you teach it, and you're so receptive to learning new things. I think you may be really surprised at the level of interest.
3: Well, I I hope so I mean I enjoy doing it and I'd like to be able to do one a month um, when there's interest um, but I you know in <laughs> in the last few years I have definitely become a person that I absolutely do not count one single chicken until it's hatched right. so I I'm I'm optimistic but I'm not I mean I'm not uh you know I don't expect to meet myself to fill a class every month but right. if I do great if not I got other stuff I I can and probably should do, but, uh, yeah. I do, I'm, I'm going to be teaching a class, uh, hopefully with Bailey industrial out, in, uh, California in March. we they've set up some dates, but I, I haven't seen anything come out yet, uh, through their social media as far as advertising it. So I'm not entirely sure what they're doing, but so you know, the teaching side will always be part of what I do. I imagine.
0: Let, let's talk about that for a minute because you're, you're a big, proponent of of bailey industrial and and their equipment what what can you tell people about the difference with using bailey tools over some of the other manufacturers that are out there well
3: um bailey industrial they they offer they offer from total entry level to you've got a high-end roadster shop type equipment Uh, So that's that's one thing that they've always or that they've really tried to be able to do in the last few years is be able to offer different levels that you could invest to at least outfit your shop. You know, from a a very entry level English wheel to a super high end English wheel that I can't afford, I'll probably never be able to afford. But if you're building a Riddler show car, you you, you have you have to have the best equipment, too, so. They do that, and they're, they're definitely a company that uh, you know has embraced uh, the power of social media, and you know to not only promote their own company but to promote their their customers and their and their uh, their people that uh, that have come to metal shaping classes and and uh, you know have started a relationship with Bailey. Um, I I ended up starting a relationship with Bailey soon after. Well, actually, I think uh, um, before I left Clockworks, I uh, I had the opportunity to invest in some equipment for the shop. <laughs> and got, I got I got I I spent some money and got Clockworks a a, a bead roller and a and a shear. I think um, that was one of the last things that that I did before I left. And so when I so when I went on to you know start my own shop, um, I I looked towards them to buy an English wheel um then I eventually bought a planishing hammer and you know through social media and contests I, I got involved in you know a, a contest that we were they were doing and, and had fun
0: with social media well oh, dude that was so contest. that was legendary that was legendary yeah. like people, but even, people but even people will always talk about those videos you did for that contest <laughs> it was so badass
3: yeah well that was that was uh, <laughs> you know I I had I had uh, I had invested I had invested in some of their equipment already. I had actually gone uh, and taken one of their metal shaping classes before that contest came around. But really, that was me, you know, you know deciding. You know what? If I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a, any sort of play at this, I need more resources. Mm-hmm. I just saw that as an opportunity. And said, you know what? Have fun with this whole deal. You know, be the butt of your own joke. You know don't pull any punches just have some fucking fun and
0: yeah you gotta be able to laugh you gotta be able to laugh man at the end of the day you know
3: so yeah it was it was good
0: hey and there's another thing not that i'm trying to turn this into a commercial for you but i honestly owe you a debt of gratitude because looking through the pictures as we're watching your your photo collage go by I see in the background the uh, the weld table from Serta Flat, and I want to thank you for me and Mark oh, yeah, man. man because dude, yeah. we still find new ways to use that table every single time. every time we have a yeah. project, we find a new way to use that table. We just built a couple fixtures for uh, for twisting spokes for the wheels that we make, and we okay. ju- we made those fixtures specifically to bolt yeah. to that table. That table was so awesome, yeah, and you amazing. you were the one that hooked us up with that company, man. I' super appreciate that.
3: Yeah, and it's it's not been anything that I've ever really advertised, but I've actually been working for that company, you know, almost almost since day one of starting my own gig. Um, I, uh, you know, when I was when I was writing the uh, the uh, FXR spotlight for you, and I was writing uh, the the SnapFab column for for Hot Bike. You know i was i was looking for you know resources and looking for companies to kind of try to align myself with and and weld tables was one of the first ones um i met i met the owner dave you know not long after i went out on my own and and he was willing to support me in what i was doing right away and and uh and i i helped him kind of initiate their their social media um the their their instagram page i i started that and i contribute to it daily so um that's a company that like i said i've i've been working with them and for them for years uh, some people don't some people know this a lot of people don't i spent like four months uh in minnesota this summer working and while i was working for for uh, for weld tables uh, mm-hmm. i actually actually uh they had been asking me to come work for him for a couple of years, but I'm like, I don't want a job.
4: <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I, don't, I don't
3: want a boss, but, you know, we decided, you know, we'd give it a try, but it, it you know, it, working for him in that capacity wasn't the right place for me. You know, I think I did some good things for them while I was there, but I'm back to you know doing what I was doing for him before as far as social media. Just recently uh, launched a, a YouTube channel, uh, that's that's specifically for weld tables, and you're going to be hoping hoping to uh, continue to add content to that. Started a, uh, uh, a shovelhead project that is going to be specifically just for creating YouTube <clears throat> content.
0: Well, hey, listen. Speaking of your writing prowess and uh, all this different stuff that you have going on, there's an open door here with Cycle Source, with Greasing Gears Garage, like any of the stuff that you want to do. You wanna? Do you wanna do a column and start putting some of the stuff that you're doing out of out of SnapFab? You need a home for some of those videos. We're more than happy to run them on the show here or run them through Grease and Gears Garage TV. Like you know, we we've always appreciated your contribution. So please let us know about that, man. You got an open door.
3: Uh, I appreciate the offer. I do. I do.
0: Absolutely. Well, listen, man. We're gonna we're gonna cut you loose. We don't want to hold you all night here. But thanks again, and and like i said dude one of our favorite conversations i hope that uh i hope that i hope that in in some some capacity one of us me or mark can actually come in and, yeah, and take this be class fa- because Honest to God, like even even the stuff, the the little bit of stuff that we start picking up off you from being on stage. We've done incredible, incredible yeah. things. I know Xavier was just on, too, and said, you know, you gave him his first hammer, you know, because Joe makes a whole line of, of his own hammers, his own yep. his own panel hammers. And like he said that, you know thank you so much for launching him on it because he's doing stuff now too man he's you know hand forming his own tanks and like my you confession
2: know. on the hammer would be the first one i got is still sitting on my bar dude that's the, they're so they're so nice they are that they're, they're, beautiful. they're pretty enough to actually you just know. sit there the other one i use they, so they, they just make dents
4: <laughs> <laughs> right on no man.
3: you know if if it would ever work out that you guys would uh would be here for a class that'd be awesome oh, see, so, you I'll know you if you both if you both get in the van <laughs> you know you can just deadhead and be here within a day you don't have to like,
0: well, and I, th- I, think so to I think that's what we got to do too i think that's i think that's what we got to do and, and you know what we'll do man is like we'll make a whole thing out of it like we'll bring some gear and we'll just do grease and gears garage from your place you know what i mean and like and and go through go through a class and, and two
2: two things number one it would be fantastic to sit and learn more from you and then just to sit and hang out with you yeah. would be would be fantastic in all reality. So
0: Yeah, off-season. Yeah. Off-season in Sturgis. I've been there a couple times for that. It's awesome.
1: I agree with Joe. That's the best way to see Sturgis oh, it is. in the Black Hills. Hands,
0: <laughs> Hands down. And I
2: never even thought about it until with Charlie the one day, hey, let's go grab something to eat. And it took us like four hours to get to town and we went everywhere and it was so nice because we saw everything in like four hours it was great
3: you can't you can't replace the party and seeing all your friends during the rally but if you want to come out and ride
0: oh man
2: that's
3: the place come out come out in september
0: i want to come out sometime (laughs) in the absolute dead of winter and go hunting go Go old-fashioned no like archery in the dead of winter like i really really want to do that sometime
1: i will stay home You can have a guy's weekend. We're,
3: we're trying to plan a uh, a party out here at the CHIP. Um, I'm, I want to do an open house and just be able to invite people to come out, and see where I'm at and see what I'm up to and, you know, and experience the CHIP off season and see what it's like, you know. So, yeah. Uh, we had. There hasn't been any information released as far as a date, but hopefully something's going to come together. It's going to be. It's going to be more than just you know me having an open house and having milk and cookies. You know, it, this this is the Buffalo Chip. It is the greatest party yeah. anywhere. So you can be guaranteed. You can be guaranteed there will be a party. How about <laughs> snowmobiles and
0: Jack Daniels. There you go. <laughs> yep. What 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 could happen? How what's could that the, go bad? What's the worst thing that can happen? <laughs> <laughs> How could that go bad?
2: Frostbite. <laughs> All right, so before we, will cure that.
1: before we let you go, <laughs> I've posted links to your website and to your social media, but tell everybody where they can find you, please.
3: Uh, Instagram is probably where I'm most active. Uh, my personal account is Sodak, S-O-D-A-K, Big Joe. And uh, my business account is Snap Fabrications. And I'm, I'm also known as Sodak, Big Joe. Because some people don't know what Sodak is. Soda K.
0: <laughs> soda
1: K. That's soda, funny. Soda K,
3: Big Joe. Oh. Oh, I that's love what it. all
0: the street kids call them soda K. soda K. Soda K. Soda K. All right, man. Well, listen, again, thank you so much for being here with us, dude. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing you again real soon.
1: Don't forget, you well, have I, a platform whenever you need it.
3: Well, I appreciate you having me and uh, glad it worked out. And yeah. Yes, Next sir. time you have somebody that's unavailable, give me a call.
0: Right on. I'm,
3: I'm here. I'm pretty boring. I don't do anything much other than work. So.
1: No, you're learning new stuff and you're teaching new stuff. That's not boring. Right. That's inspiration. You're inspiring people every day, I, so I, keep yeah, doing but, it.
3: But I am self-deprecating too, so that's why I say it. <laughs>
1: have you been talking to my daughter?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. All right, man. Well, stay stay warm as you can out there, and we'll uh, we'll be hooked up with you soon. Always a pleasure, yep. Joe.
3: Yeah, we're all good. Yep. All be right. well, everybody.
0: All mm. right, buddy. Later on. Bye. Hey guys, I want to remind you that uh, this is Shop Talk coming to you every Sunday 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, through the courtesy of the Russ Brown Motorcycle Attorney Studio, with 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. Some news, some entertainment. We have a guest or two. We talk about motorcycle people doing motorcycle shit. All of it, we call a little show. That's uh, shop talk. That's that's. I'm I'm coming down with a cold. Do you hear you this? Are... It's happening right before my very eyes. I'm I'm literally like whatever. Get over you know. it. Shit needs done. You know, I no. have to say,
1: for somebody as talented as Joe, and he is multi talented. Between the tools he makes and the metal shaping and now his artwork, apparently, um, to hear him, like he said, he's self-deprecating. It's so surprising because he has so much to offer and he is an inspiration to people. And I hope he truly knows that, that he inspires people every day. Like even last year on, again, thanks to social media, we know everything about everybody, but he went on this tremendous fitness journey. Mm -hmm. last year and really got himself into shape and you know he inspired people through that so i mean
0: but you know what man you're you're never going to change the fact that always like some of the most beautiful art comes from the most painful times in in someone's life you
1: know very true
2: that's it yeah some of the some of the greatest beauty in the world comes from some of the worst pain
0: Hey man, so uh, we're going to take two minutes here, real quick, and uh, go through a couple points of interest for the show, do some business, and we'll be right back with you with more shop talk. just another one of the great programs that's available on chopper town, man, I can't say enough about this network. It's awesome that they have us on there, but they also have Charlie Brechtel show all the time, which you don't want to miss tomorrow because Xavier Muriel, Robert Wagner from uh, the black smoke Sinners, are going to be on. My bandmates are going to be on tomorrow morning with Charlie um, there. He's actually interviewing them because we have our, our first original Sinners prayer is going to be included in his movie, his brand new movie. Um, but Chopper Town, so much more than just a social media site. So much more than just the you know the talk show. Our talk show, Charlie's, Gina Woods is on there with Open Road Radio. Um, tons and tons of information. Tons of great you know uh, introspective programs like you just saw there. Go check them out through Facebook Chopper Town. Um, we've been talking about all the time we're spending in the shop and. It's been awesome. That's what I love about winter, getting back to the shop and doing the things that are the reason why we're here talking, the reason why we have a magazine, the reason for any of this bullshit. Yeah. It's uh <laughs> it's one big fat circle. And so a lot of work. But we enjoy it. Something that I got to do that I know you were crazy, crazy jealous that I you couldn't be it. here for. I got it. I la, have la, to. La, 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 la. Dude, we've been waiting <laughs> since these cats since these cats yeah, got named shop shit. product of the year we've been waiting for the banks lift brothers to be yeah. here and they were here Dude, just I keep the other forgetting day that they're local
2: like i know
0: keep forgetting that they're like right here and listen what was what was crazy about that man is like i kind of knew they were local they yeah. showed up and we know everybody that they know <laughs> they were they were like two regular pittsburgh jack-offs yeah. just like we started busting balls like pittsburgh guys do it was, and it was on it was awesome but um, this is a real quick promo I'm going to show you guys. We actually have an entire hour-long program from the, th- the day that they were here that's coming out this week. But this is a promo from it real best quick. The best product this year went to the Banks Lift. And at the time, man, it was just like, you know, a product we came across and it was wicked cool. Turns out these guys are from right down the road from us. So we're lucky today to have Tom and George Banks, the infamous Banks brothers, in the house with the Banks Lift. They're gonna show us all about this thing. We're actually gonna pull this Evo motor, Missy's tired ass old Evo motor. <laughs> we're gonna pull it out today, using the backslips, using so the Evo clamps on this one. What we do is basically spread them apart, bring it into the bring
3: it
2: into the power plant like so. Yeah. Where, where these hind joints are giving us the the movement that we
3: need. Yeah,
0: have.
2: see, that's the okay. That was what changed everything with the lift.
0: Okay. And there you have it. Look at that. Go ahead. Mm. Yeah, buddy, dude, it was so badass. There, there, you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Your your 2019 Cycle Source Magazine Readers' Choice for Shop Product of the Year, the Banks Lift. How do you like my hillbilly, hillbilly engine stand there? You like that? <laughs>
1: Rebecca just said Tom and George are great guys and she's not kidding. They oh, were a blast to hang out with.
0: Absolutely listen, when I say they were two regular Pittsburgh Jackoffs, that's a compliment where yeah. we live. Oh, like that's kidding. saying he was one of the guys, you know. Yeah. He was and a I'll good fellow. <laughs> we have a lot
2: of people come around, a lot of people work, you know, come and mess with us and, and they have trouble understanding I guess it's the mill, it's the industrial lifestyle that we've grown up with or something, well, but Man, we are tough, tough, tough to work with. So you yeah, better buddy. bring your A game. That's all I have to say.
1: Anthony Robinson just said he's excited about that. He's not a spring chicken anymore. And like I said, it's so badass, and I legitimately mean that. It is so cool. Like, and it was so fast. Yeah. Like the well, way it worked.
0: And listen, not just not just the old thing, because we talked about like you know as you as you're getting older, picking up whole Sportster motor and transmission. Yep whole motors anymore like that starts to be a pain in the ass but when you really think about the fact that like now the gravity of picking up a 1936 knucklehead engine yeah. and just you know hoisting it up to a frame and like the condition that frame might be in like you know these are parts that you don't just want to take a chance that you're going to screw yeah. something up on so having a tool like this is just it's it's and good on, and practice. on top of that fact like we go through
2: a lot of the stuff that we build, and I know everybody, you know, Will Ramsey and, and Pat from Lead Sled and, and, you know, just everybody, everybody that's involved in this industry, when you do take all the time to do that really nice work on these frames and these engines, when you go to put them into into place, just the comfort of knowing that you have that stability of it not banging around or, yep. you know, is huge. I mean, one chip and a frame that you just spent 20 oh hours God, painting I is, 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 it's horrible. Well,
1: so. And you can do it with one person, correct?
0: Yep. Yeah, yep. that was yeah. the thing about it. I mean, it. that's huge. Yep. Once they got me, once they got me comfortable with it, we put the we actually put Missy's motor back in, yeah. and, and, that, and yeah. they had me do it myself. And like literally, you can sit there, one person alone in the shop, and you can take a motor out, move it across the shop, set it down on a on whatever your table, your you know your your bench, whatever you're working on. And you can do it by yourself, man. You don't have to wait. You know, the way that we do it, chopper ways, is we always took the motor and, and laid it out sideways, you know, and put yep. it, you stack stuff up, wood and magazines and everything else, yeah. and then lay the frame over top of it, which is great. But you need three guys to do that, yeah. you know? Right. So just a, a really good product, man. We can't thank them enough for spending the time here. So, hey, um, coming down to the end of the hour, I just want to take a minute and uh, and go over the fact that... You guys, your comments, your concerns, your questions are are never ignored here on Shop Talk. You can see all down the side there. We've been watching them throughout the show. Pass them on as much as we can. We got some uh, some good feedback throughout the show. You guys love Joe. We do too. Um, some great guests coming up in the next month, man. We got I'm, some killer, killer I'm stuff. Very right? Excited. I need one of those to get my lady on the bike. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who was it? Who said that? <laughs> oh, I mean, Who was that? Where's that? Oh. Gary Michael Michaels? Gary Michaels? Gary
0: Gary Michaels, <laughs> or Gary Macias. Is that what it is? Gary Macias. I need oh, one of those God, to get my old lady fantastic. on the bus, oh. dude.
1: So, <laughs> oh, anyway. so next week is is a big show. It is our 100th yeah, episode buddy. of Shop Talk. We really want to hear from you guys. Who you want to talk to? Who do you want us to have on the show? Yep. Send us a message. Throw a comment up.
0: But beyond, um, beyond that one, talk about some of the guests that are coming yet. up. Because you nailed down some really, really good people. Heather's been working her ass off to get us a little ahead Thanks. on the. on. The, no, Jason Sims, we're not giving the bank lifts away. Back the hell off. You got my <laughs> gloves from Motion Pro last week. That was it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. yeah he's definitely not giving up that baby that's for damn sure um, so coming up um, on I'm super excited about this one January 26th we are going to be graced with the presence of Emma Garvin from the this is so Sturgis cool. Motorcycle Hall of Fame yeah. and we whoever is watching the show that night are going to be the first people to know who is being inducted into the 2020 Motorcycle Hall of Fame so I am so excited about that show. Um, so that's on January twenty sixth. The following week we have Chris Graves.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just stop for one second. What? Because you you said it, but I'm not sure it sunk in. Do you guys understand that? Like <laughs> this is going to be the first place in the entire world that people know who is going to be in the Hall of Fame in Sturgis this year. Yeah, that's this cool is stuff. the first place. Like. We're actually breaking that news for the entire world. totally
1: pulled the rabbit out of my hat on that one. (laughs) so awesome. So
0: awesome. No,
1: she was very gracious and very excited to join us. So I'm really excited about that. That's a big deal. It is. That's like a real big deal. Um, Following that is going to be Chris Graves from Fast Eddie Company. Uh, If you guys remember a few weeks ago, we talked about, uh, actually, it was our Christmas show. Talked about some of the tool specialty Harley tools that he's making that uh, are super high quality, built to last. Uh, he's going to be joining us. The week after that, we have Lisa Ballard, the brains behind Chop Cult,
0: yep.
1: is going to be joining us. So awesome,
0: Lisa Long, Lisa and Dwayne both longtime friends of the magazine, friends of the show. Like they do incredible, incredible work out on the left coast. Um, so check this out. I think this is the idea. So John Bugkiller Baker, who successfully named at least one of our dogs, <laughs> I think he came up with the one hundred show idea. Really? A call oh, in show. Ooh. So cool. how about if we say this now? We'll announce this now and we're gonna we're gonna actually pump this all week, man. A call in show. Tell everybody. We're gonna put the number up. We're going to make sure you guys are ready, but get your questions, get your comments. We're going to make an entire call in show for our 100th episode so you guys can be the star of the show. You can be more of what we're doing for the whole 100th episode. I think
1: that's awesome, but all y'all can't be shy. Every time we do a call in show, nobody calls. You keyboard commandos go,
0: (gasps) yeah, right?
1: (laughs) Get over it. It's just a phone call. (laughs)
2: Yeah, there are no stupid questions. We'll make fun of you. Oh, there are. It's there not are are like no it's going to be questions.
1: Skype. You can do it from your skivvies in your living room. We Hello. don't care.
0: Listen, All right, we'll the, wear our skivvies. And- there no, are no, 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 stupid no, 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 questions. No, not you. There are stupid questions. We're that's, counting on it. My heart <laughs> of on.
1: Most of the stupid questions come from us,
0: well, and there will definitely be stupid answers.
2: No, you're those not.
1: usually <laughs> come from us. I
2: practice
0: those. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. Well, listen. It looks like. Uh, I think we did about everything we came here to do. We're four minutes away from being 120 minutes solid. So I want to thank you guys one more time for um, for for hanging out with us, letting us hang out with you, letting us into your headspace and your homes. Don't forget, tomorrow morning, check out the Charlie Brechtel Show on the Chopper Town Network. What time? Um, I think it's 8 o'clock Pacific Standard Time.
1: Oh, that's 11 here. We'll be awake. Yeah.
0: So make sure you check out Charlie's show tomorrow. Um, as always, check out check out everybody on that on that whole network because it's awesome. And uh, keep your eyes peeled for all the details coming up to our hundredth episode. Call in, show, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell everybody. We want a lot of calls. We want to jam the airwaves, man. So this is your chance to get in on it. And uh,
1: can you tell them if they dig the show? What they was like the most helpful thing they could go do. Go ahead,
0: you tell them. Honey.
1: Share. Share, share, share. I know your mom has taught you how to share. You mean so.
0: share like I got you, babe? Sh-
1: oh, no, that's share what I was the thinking.
2: show. I almost
0: pulled out my uh, Sonny
2: Bono haircut.
1: Okay, oh, do it. Do it. <laughs> Duo right there. Sing it. Break it out, guys.
2: Oh, boy. I'd probably make a better share hairdo than Sonny Bono hairdo, but.
0: Oh, my God. It's ice cream time, John Baker says. Oh, boy. All right, that's it for us. Uh, we're going to pull this one into the station again. Thank you, guys. Make sure you check us out and remind everyone, Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we go live with 120 minutes all the bullshit we can fit, little program we like to call Shop Talk. Until next week, same chopper time. Same
1: chopper channel. See
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> you the dogs on the show next week? We can have the dogs on the show. That'll be awesome. Maybe we have Missy too. Maybe we have Missy's dog. Maybe Missy could be me with a picture of the dog.